Welcome back to Moving Right Along, a Muppet Movie podcast brought to you by ToughPigs.com. It's the podcast where we watch the Muppet Movie two minutes at a time and talk about it a lot. I'm your host, Anthony Strand. And I'm your other host, Ryan Rowe. And joining us today, we have a very special guest. Tell the people who you are. I'm Jessica Evans, a longtime Muppet enthusiast and friend of Tough Pigs. Jessica, you and we, we, we call you Jess, so it's, it's weird for me to address you as Jessica. Um, but when you say long time, you are not kidding. You've been on the Tough Pigs forum going back all the way to the beginning, right? To yes. 2001. That's right. Yes. And you can call me Jess if you, if you prefer. Um, that's right. I, I helped make the jump over to the Tough Pigs forum and I'm, uh, or should I say hop? Yeah. Uh, I, I think you were probably active on the Tough Pigs forum even before I was. Uh, yes, I'm, I'm sure I was. Yep. Like in the first conversations. Um, so we were all friends on, the, on another Muppet forum and uh, when Danny started up Tough Pigs, I uh, hopped right over with him. And now you are hopping right over here to talk about the Muppet movie with us. Thank you so much for coming, Jess. Thank you. I'm super excited. Awesome. We're excited to have you. So we are looking today at minutes 39 and 40 of the Muppet movie. We're 40 minutes in already. And here we begin with Sweetums yelling, want to go to Hollywood, as he runs down the street. <laughs> From there, we follow Kermit, Fozzie, Gonzo, and Camilla to the Bogan County Fair, where we end with our very own Miss Piggy being crowned Miss Bogan County. So we talked about Sweetums and Mad Men Mooney and all that last week, but do you have anything you want to say about that, Jess? Well, see Sweetums here. yeah, so I, so I was about eight, eight and a half when the Muppet movie uh, came to my hometown and I did watch it in the theater. And I was incredibly frustrated <laughs> by the whole Sweetums storyline of him never being able to catch up with the Muppets. Um, as a little kid, that uh, <laughs> that really got to me. So, um, you know, because it's like, he's right there, wait, turn around, and it just never seemed to, to work out. So. <laughs> it's, harder, it's harder to appreciate the joke when you're a kid because you just feel bad for Sweetums, much in the same way that you feel bad for Big Bird on those old uh, Sesame Street episodes when none of the grown-ups believe that Snuffy is real. And it's the same thing because you're saying, turn around, he's right there. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, when with this opening with that, uh, it brought back all that 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 old frustration. And it, and that joke gets carried on, you know, more than just one time. So it uh, it was a bit of frustration going, going forward there. Right, sure. Um. So after Sweetums, we move on to the to the Bogan County Fair, which something I never noticed before is there's a very long shot of the entire fair like from above when we first get there. And I'm kind of not sure why. It's not really that impressive. It just looks like a regular county fair. Maybe that's why, though. Maybe they're just establishing... Like, this is just, because uh, this is sort of where Miss Piggy comes from. So it's like, these are just Miss Piggy's humble beginnings, just a, a plain old small town county fair. Yeah, that yeah. was my my thought, too. And, and also, too, the contrast of, you know, where they're going and all the, the this is definitely one of the sites along the way. 
And if you've never been to a county fair, which I'm guessing both of you have been to a county fair. (laughs) (laughs) So for you, maybe it was just another day at a county fair. (laughs) But for, you know, some people, they don't really know what a county fair is all about. So, uh, but I noticed that too, when you're watching it two minutes at a time, you really, it does seem like a long shot there um, entering the fair, but they're, I think they're just trying to establish, you know, what the scene is. Right. And, and we're, we are here in the real world, right? Like it's not, we're, we're not on a soundstage. We're out at a real County fair shooting some mm. puppets. Yeah. yeah. You, it, it really, yeah. It's another one of those. Yeah. Here we are in the real world. Uh, I also noticed for the first time in that, that big shot, you can see that Fozzie got a really good parking space. The, the station wagon yeah. is parked right on the curb <laughs> next to the, where the fair is. Yeah, which yeah. is surprising because it's a pretty well-attended fair. I mean, look at how big the crowd is for the beauty pageant. Yeah. yeah they so, definitely would have had to walk through more fields than uh, than that to get right. to the main event. For sure. From my experience at county fairs anyway, that's what it's like. Um, so I wanted to mention this at some point, and I think now is as good a time as any. Uh, in the June 12th, 1978 draft of the script, there's an entire scene that happens between them leaving the car dealership and arriving at the fair. Uh, so it was going to be yet another um, confrontation with Doc Hopper and Max, yet another chase. And in this one... Well, I was just thinking that we haven't seen Doc Hopper in a while. So it's true. that would make sense. Yeah, so there were a few more Doc Hopper moments in that draft of the script. Uh, in this one... Uh, Fozzie sees, uh, or actually Kermit sees a train uh, crossing on the road in front of them. So Fozzie drives up a ramp and onto the train platform and then manages to maneuver the car onto one of the train's flat cars. So the train carries them away. Uh, Max tries the same trick in Doc Hopper's car, but they just miss the train, and then they like they crash onto the tracks below as uh, as the train passes by. And then uh, as the train speeds away, there was going to be a cameo guest star who is specified in the script as a singer who was uh, standing on the caboose and says, "I wanted to be in the movie, but they wouldn't let me sing a song, so I just came along for the ride." Yeah, that's kind of a lame. Joke. Yeah, so it's it's really yeah. <laughs> not necessary. Although I do wonder if they had anyone in mind for that cameo. I was trying to to think like who would have been good for that. Maybe some if... one hit wonder, probably if all they did is sing. Well, right? yeah, and a lot of these people are a lot of the cameos in this movie are Muppet Show guest stars. So maybe had Leo Sayer been on the show at this point, he would have been a good choice. <laughs> Poor Leo Sayer, yeah. the first one hit wonder that you think. Yeah, well, although he would have really dated the movie more than most of the cameos but right right you know it's interesting you said oh we haven't seen doc hopper in a while but in a way i think that's kind of good because you almost forget like oh no this bad thing's gonna happen you get so into what's happening with the characters that it right they're just having fun yeah that it's more shocking when it it he reappears because it's like oh no i I forgot (laughs) there's like a problem happening they they just get to have their road trip and then the actual conflict of the movie only intrudes on the action every once in a while yeah right yeah um and then there was that scene actually continued um the whole gang sits on the fender of the station wagon and watches the sunset 
And then it cut to the next morning when a cowboy, played by another cameo guest star, uh, is branding cattle as he moves the cattle off the train. And then the cowboy brands the car and says, fatten her up some and that little Ford will make mighty fine eating. And then, <laughs> and that's, then, not uh, that's not bad. No, that's pretty good. I, I, and I, again, I, I don't know who, if anybody, they had in mind. Um, but then uh, Fozzie and Kermit then did cow jokes, which seemed to be directly inspired by those camera tests that they did before the movie. Hmm. Because there's, uh, if you're familiar, I don't know if, if the listeners are all familiar um, with those, but uh, to make sure that the Muppets would look good outside in a real world setting, they did these camera tests. Uh, they took a film camera outside. And at one point in this thing, uh, Kermit and Fozzie come across a field of cows and they make all these dumb jokes like, you know, you don't know the hoof of it. This is an utter delight. So those kind of jokes are in this, this scene of the script. But that whole thing got cut, so. Huh. I love those a- jokes for Muppets, though. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. and then, of course, they did the, you know, herd of cows, bunch of cows. Of course, I've heard of cows. They did that shtick, which the Muppets have done many times. Right. Classic. They actually yeah. do that in the camera test also. Right, exactly. So let's talk about what's actually in these minutes. Yes. So one thing I never noticed is, of course, later on in these minutes, Gonzo admires the nice looking chickens at the fair. And Camilla gets annoyed with him. But earlier than that, the, one of the first things we see in these minutes is people carrying chickens under their arms. And I almost wonder if that is meant to be like, even though Camilla's in this movie, look, here's some chickens, right? Like even before they do the explicit joke about it. It's like this county fair is happening in the real world where real animals exist, you know? Yeah, well, I mean, it's definitely part of being at a county fair. Right. Yeah, means, I, are, it, are they also showing pigs, right? Well, like, huh. even though Miss Piggy's in the beauty pageant. Somehow that feels like a step that, too like, far. A step too <laughs> weird. <laughs> well, I mean, back to the whole establishing shot. You know, if you notice, um, when Foz, they're like, Fozzie's like, what's that? What's happening? Look over there. What's going on? Like, it's almost like he's drawing your attention uh, naturally it's to the pageant but he has that whole like i've never been to a fair before uh and he's a bear i mean i don't know it seems like he'd be a little more comfortable in the environment than somebody who's never been to a fair i, I don't know yeah 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 i don't know Th- this is a weird sort of uh <laughs> speculative thing but have you both of you read the chronicles of narnia yeah. yeah I so in those books, it's established uh, that there are two versions of every animal species. There's the the regular, like, dumb version that doesn't talk, and that's why it's okay to, you know, to eat their meat and stuff. And then there are the larger, more intelligent versions of the animals that can speak, and those are the ones that interact with the human characters in the books. So I wonder if if the Muppet reality, at least of this movie, is kind of the same way. And that's what they're showing us here. that the, They're the dumb chickens, and then they're the slightly smarter chickens like Camilla. Wow. Huh. Very deep thought, yes. Um, the so... dichotomy of the Muppets. <laughs> yes, there it is. That's, see, that's a much smarter way of saying it. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> so... Looking at the rest of these minutes, most of it is taken up by the actual Miss Bogan County beauty pageant, right? 
Um, and we're introduced to that with the MC for the pageant is one of, is another cameo guest star, Elliot Gould. So who's Elliot Gould? He was a Who big is star. Elliot Gould? He was a well, he was a big star back in the seventies. He was in Nashville. He was in the movie Mash. He was Trapper John in that. Um, California Split. Um, a lot of other very successful movies. Um, Long Goodbye. And later on, after this movie, he was on Friends. A whole generation, I think, knows him best as yeah, Ross Rachel. and Monica's dad on Friends. Yeah. And he's in the Ocean's Eleven movies as Ruben. Mm-hmm. Uh, he bankrolls their heists in those movies. Um, but he's also, most importantly for our purposes, the only person to cameo in two different Jim Henson-era Muppet movies. Right? He shows up again in Muppet Sing Manhattan. Yeah, so, for a long nice time, he was the cool. only cameo guest star to appear in two Muppet movies at all. Right, and then they've got a couple now more in the newer movies. Right. Ray Liotta and Zach Galifianakis. But, um, yeah, so anyways, any thoughts about Elliot Gould here? I'll start with you, Jess. Well, I tried hard to read what his ribbon said. Oh. Because it didn't say judge like it said for the judges. Huh. And it looked too long to say MC. But I couldn't get it big enough to read what is what did his ribbon say? Why did he have a ribbon? I'm just uh, curious. It's a county fair. Everybody gets a ribbon. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I can't make it out. Maybe if we uh, if we had been looking at the the Blu-ray uh, transfer, we would be able to tell what it said. What do you think right. of his well, odd little moment there with the balloon and the girl? Like I've this- always found that to be an odd little moment. Like, what are they doing? Well, yeah, I, right. I Flirting. Have no idea what's happening? There. Yeah, flirting, yeah, flirting, I suppose, but with why, why, why in that fashion? <laughs> I don't know. It is odd when you when you break the movie down into such a small piece. It it definitely stands out as a as his coy little moment behind the balloon. <laughs> right, right. Well, and then he gets up on stage and says, "We sure grow them pretty around here, don't we?" <laughs> Which is such a perfect corny Midwestern beauty pageant MC line, right? Yeah. Yeah, like, chickens and girls. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so anyways, after after so Elliot Elliot Gould gets up on stage and he introduces the runner up, Debbie Sue Anderson. What a Muppet name! <laughs> <laughs> like right, Annie Sue, Debbie Sue. That's that can't right. be a coincidence. I didn't even think about that, huh? Um. This predates Annie Sue, though, doesn't it? Or, or is it just right around the right, the same time? Right around the were... right time. That'd be season yeah. three. And this was shot in the middle of season in, three. Yeah, okay. Huh. Um, but I was going to say, one thing I always noticed about th- this moment, before Piggy comes out, is um, Debbie Sue Anderson comes out, she hugs another contestant. And that contestant, who n- none of the um, beauty pageant contestants are credited by name, as far as I can tell at all, like, even on the Muppet Wiki, there's nothing listed about who they really are. Hmm. But the contestant she hugs is this brunette with her hair up. And have either of you seen this photo of Sweetums with all the beauty pageant contestants? Yes. Yeah. That particular woman is hugging Sweetums and has such a big smile on her face and looks so happy to be hugging Sweetums in that picture that every time I watch the movie, I notice her huge smile huh. in, like, in this scene and think, that girl loves Sweetums. <laughs> she's just glad he made up he caught up with them finally yeah, yeah I so. <laughs> well i think most of us would be pretty happy to be hugging sweetums 
Right? Well, sure. Yeah, yeah. I totally get it. I mean, I'm not. I don't falter for it for sure. <laughs> but yeah, I think I think of it every single time I watch the movie. So, well, maybe maybe it will include a screen cap in the show notes to show you who I'm talking about and include the photo as well. So you and you're saying none of them are are credited. I don't. I don't. As far as I any... can tell, there's no listing of who those women are who play the beauty pageant. The so that also means the the sleuths at Muppet Wiki have have yet to uh, track them down. Right. Well, I, I, Debbie Sue is mentioned on the on the wiki in the Miss Spoken right. County Beauty. It doesn't have her name. I didn't notice. The runners up are Debbie Sue Andrew. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, it doesn't <gasps> list the actresses by name at all. Hmm. So I don't know why. I don't know. I don't know who those women are. I would love to find out. If anyone listening knows the identities of any of the non-piggy contestants, let us know. Yeah, we'd like to interview them for toughpigs.com. Sure, absolutely. So um, the other the other prominent human here in the beauty pageant scene is the judges of the contest are Edgar Bergen and Charlie McCarthy, who Edgar Bergen, famous ventriloquist, who has, he had been a superstar ventriloquist on radio. He was our sixth Muppet Show guest star to appear in this movie. Yeah, I think, I think that, that bears repeating, though. Uh, a superstar ventriloquist on the radio. You know what's crazy, though? <laughs> You know what's crazy though? He's perfect for radio because he's a he, well, he's a great voice actor. Like even he or he and Charlie seem like they're really talking. You know, Charlie does his, you know, you're not gonna believe who the winner is joke, and Bergen says, "Oh, it's their movie." Whatever. After Charlie says, "So it is, so it is," Edgar Bergen does this perfect little chuckle, like he's actually responding to it. Um, and that's how they were on radio too. Like they, it seems like a real relationship, but he was never a good ventriloquist. Watch footage of him from the 1930s. You can see his lips moving. Oh, even when he was young, you could see his lips yeah. moving? Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh. Um, for example, watch Disney's Fun and Fancy Free, which he co-hosts. That's 1949. And you can see his Wait, lips are we moving. saying he's you know? not a good ventriloquist? I think he's pretty good. I'm, I'm, really? I think you can see his lips, his mouth moving all the time. But you can you can see all the ventriloquist's mouth moving. That's is <laughs> no. But, but, did you see Did you see that little girl who was on America's Got Talent this season? No, I did not. Better ventriloquist than Edgar Bergen is. Oh, you know, right. I... <laughs> There's more to it than that. It's the well, sure, and and in this suits. <laughs> in this cameo, he packs so much character into just a few seconds of screen time. So that definitely, right, yeah, right. that's I, a lot of it. Let, but yeah, maybe he moves his mouth a little yeah. more than other ventriloquists. And let me clarify. I think he's an amazing puppeteer and voice actor. I like, I think he's great at creating characters. I think he was a genius. I just also think he moved his mouth a lot. <laughs> okay. Well, and did I read somewhere uh, preparing for this that that was his last appearance in a movie before yeah, he, he passed away he actually died before the movie came out it um it, 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 as we will see much later the movie is dedicated to the memory and magic of edgar Bergen. says that in the closing credits he died on september 30th 1978 so ryan what's the date of the draft you've been reading uh oh the draft is june 12th yeah so he must have shot his he must have shot his cameo pretty early in the movie. Yeah. He died just three months after that. Wow. You know? Yeah. Um, 
Well, and so what do we think of the whole it's their movie joke? I love it. I think it's great. <laughs> yeah, is it the is it the only time and it, it's probably not, but I can't think of any other times that anyone other than the Muppets acknowledges that they're in a movie. Well, I I mean, I think that's right. Orson Welles kind of looks in the camera yeah. later, right? But um but I love that the only one who's going to acknowledge it is going to be another puppeteer. Yeah, exactly. It feels right. Yeah, for sure. It's great. I love it. But I also like um, when Charlie McCarthy says, well, so it is, so it is, the crowd laughs. There's a big like laugh, laugh track style laugh. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, I know it's supposed to be the crowd at the, at the county fair, but like it just feels so much like The Muppet Show for just that one moment. Sure. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. So... Anything else about Edgar Bergen and Charlie McCarthy or Elliot Gould or anything that's not Miss Piggy? Before we uh, there's on? there's some stuff in the Jim Henson biography about Brian J. Jones, um, by Brian J. Jones, about when Edgar Bergen, um, I guess it's mostly from when he guest starred on The Muppet Show, but just how all the puppeteers were just so awestruck by, by having Edgar Bergen and working with him. And it's... It's just kind of fun to think about that because now you have a whole generation of young puppeteers who grew up w- watching the Muppets and idolizing these puppeteers and, and they're awestruck when they're in the presence of these guys like Dave Goals and Frank Oz. And just to think that the same thing happens every generation. Right. Yeah, that's great. And of course, the winner of the beauty pageant is then Miss Piggy, who we see make her entrance right at the end here. She comes yeah. out crying, oh, 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 because she's so excited about winning the beauty bag. Right? <laughs> and then here's where Ryan's uh, dichotomy come, is verbalized with Gonza. It's a pig. Did you see that? Yeah. It's a pig saying yeah. what everyone's thinking in the, right. in the theater, yeah, especially if you're not a Muppet fan. Um, right. Like, <laughs> It's not because all the rest of the contestants – are beautiful, you know, leggy girls. So. Right. Yeah, he doesn't seem... I mean, he he's just surprised, I guess. He does... It doesn't seem like... No, yeah, not horrified. He like she, yeah, he doesn't think she's a bad choice to win the pageant. No, he's just, just surprised. You see, see now? It's, it's a pig. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he just was not expecting it. Um, Along with Fozzie, he's like, what's that? What's happening? What What's going on? It's a pig. Like, it's just so, it's like they kind of got dropped into a world they're not familiar with. But they're the Muppets. Right, yeah. But they've never met a talking, I mean, here's the thing. There's a hundred bears around, but how many talking pigs? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think now's a good time for me to admit you know, so Evan had his favorite two minutes and, oh, these were my favorite two minutes. I, I, with full disclosure, as an eight and a half year old girl who was really into just the Muppets on a wild road trip, having crazy fun, I was not too psyched to have the pig show up and distract Kermit. So if you look at his... Uh, face he's just awestruck you know he's staring his eyes are glazed over if they could be <laughs> and i'm thinking to myself oh no i hope this isn't going to turn into a romance <laughs> because at eight huh. i really wasn't into that i wasn't right. it wasn't my you know i 
I love the Muppets. And when I was allowed, when 60 Minutes wasn't more interesting than the Muppet Show, I was allowed to watch it on Sunday nights. <laughs> but if 60 Minutes was more interesting, I didn't get to see it that week. Um, yeah. But I wasn't too in, to, I was too young, I guess, to find comedy in in sexual tension between the frog and the pig. Sure. Yeah, yeah, so you you weren't prepared for the the Kermit piggy romance. N- not prepared. When you went and to also, the for, for the first time. Yeah, not prepared and also not into it. Like hmm. to me that part was a little boring. <laughs> yeah. I'm just being honest. <laughs> You know, for as much as Miss Piggy was, like, the most popular fictional character during these years, it's kind of remarkable how many people I've come across who say that they didn't really like her when they were kids. Yeah, well, probably for that same reason, right? Because her, the humor in her is almost best appreciated as an adult. Yeah, I think you have to be a certain age to really get it. And her whole, like, the narcissism and everything, that's those are kind of tough concepts to really get into when you're yeah. little. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So getting back, one thing I want to say, make sure that I mentioned before we close here, one thing I never noticed before is as they're putting the crown on Piggy's head, she says, Oh, Debbie Sue. That's the last thing she says in these minutes is the name of the runner up. Yeah. Oh, Debbie Sue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I never noticed before. So fake. Well, yeah, we uh, next week we'll we'll hear her say the name of the other runner-up. Actually. Oh, okay. See, I had, I had no memory of that. Yeah, oh. I think I don't know. Yeah, I don't know why I know I know that or remembered their no, names. No, I'm <laughs> sure she does because it's part of her n- narcissistic fit. You know, she's she's psyched. She won. <laughs> Yeah, you know, she didn't want to be Debbie runner up. She wanted to be the you know the the the, the winner. But who oh, Debbie Sue? I mean, it's so funny. That's why the Annie Sue thing, like, it's perfect. That that goes totally on love that they named that character Annie Sue because it's it's so it's it's, it's matches that catty fake girl stuff that I'm sure I've never been in a beauty pageant, but I imagine. <laughs> That, sure, that goes yeah, along yeah. with that a little bit, right? <laughs> right, sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah, or it sort of invokes the kind of wholesome girl next door that Piggy would consider her nemesis. It, yes, right. exactly. <laughs> Down on the farm, so yeah. to speak. Right, yeah, yeah. So anything else before we go? Because we're, just, we're getting down to the end of the minutes, and it's just about time to say goodnight. But anything else either of you would like to add? Jess, I'll start with you. Uh, I just want to underscore the feeling that I can have, that it brings back to me the memory of going to the movie theater to watch the Muppet movie. It was, you know, just you're waiting with bated breath. You can't wait. Your heart's beating so fast. I was so, so, so excited to see this unfold on the big screen that all these years later, I can still remember how that felt to go to the, we had one movie theater, you know, one room movie theater in my town. And, uh, and when I, and every time I watch it, I just, it takes me right back to that, 
that time. So, um, and there's a moment, I don't want to get ahead in your minutes, but you know, oh, go ahead, go when ahead. the projector breaks, you know, down that, that where I actually thought for a split second, as I'm sure was intended, that that was really happening <laughs> because I was See, in a movie theater and, you know, I'm sure if you're watching on VCR at home or DVD, you don't, you know, it's not real. Yeah. But sitting right. in the movie yeah. theater for that split second. And remember, I was eight, eight years old. I really thought it was happening. <laughs> and sure. uh, yeah, that's, no, that's I'm, movie I'm magic right there. I, I would love to have experienced it that way and thought that it was real. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. I didn't, yeah, I saw it. I've said this on the podcast before. I first saw it. My grandmother taped it off the Disney channel. So that was the first time I saw it. Yeah. So your yours is so much better. Yeah. But, well, you know, with age comes a few perks. <laughs> I guess that's the top of the list there. I got to experience the Muppet movie in a theater <laughs> for the first there time. Go. There you go. So one thing that we like to ask our guests is where would you place this among the Muppet movies? Is it your favorite? Is it your second favorite? Least favorite? Well... I mean, I think it's the favorite, right? It has to be. It's the first, the first love. You just... Sure, yeah. And not that I don't have great memories and, and, and loved, and when I catch them on TV and hear the songs, love them. And even in the new Muppet movies, I will say, which I saw with my daughter, we played the soundtrack over and over again, even though people, you know, they don't... It's not the same as the original. I still have great memories of those. I would say this one, the first, the true love, the classic number one in my book. Sure. Awesome. Well, Ryan, do you have anything else to add before we go? I have nothing to top that. All right. So that's it for today. Please check out toughpigs.com on the internet, on Facebook, Twitter, anywhere else you can find us. Uh, and if you're so inclined, please give us a positive review on iTunes. Tell your friends about the show. Um, I should mention also, you can follow me on Twitter at Zeppo Marxist. You can follow Ryan on Twitter at me, Ryan Rowe. And Jess, where can our listeners find you on the internet? Well, they can find me on the never-ending Muppet fan party, Tough Pigs Forum, the Delphi Forums, where all enthusiastic Muppet fans should gather and meet and talk about Muppet stuff and other stuff. Awesome. Yeah, you, you can go to uh, toughpigs.com and click on the link on the left side of the page that says forum. That's right. So do that before next week. And come back then and join us for another episode of Moving Right Along. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye, Debbie Sue. <laughs> Debbie Sue. Bye, Debbie Sue.